God will get you for that one. Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God will get you for that, Walter, is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of God Will Get You For That, Walter. And he will this episode. He will episode. in this episode. Hallelujah. You know, I keep on forgetting what episode, because I keep on saying in like other episodes, oh, I think this might be the episode where it's the last time we hear it for a while. <laughs> and then I'm surprised. I hoisted by my own petard. Who knew? Hello. My petard is named Tomcat. What's uh, your petard uh, named? Uh, I'm Tony Holmberg. <laughs> And welcome to God Will Get You For That, Walter, a podcast where we discuss the 1970s hit sitcom, Maud. Maud. Oh, I, I was, that. I was I waiting that. for that. I was I waiting that. for it. That's, that's our thing. Oh, I know. Um, and today we're going over a very funny episode. It was. It was very funny. Uh, it, it's called A Night to Remember. This is our episode 56, mm-hmm. and uh, this episode originally aired November 4th, 1974. And it's, it's season three, episode eight. Correct. Directed by Hal Cooper and written by Bob Schiller and Bob Weisskopf with, of course, the script consultant, Rod Parker. Mm-hmm. Who also, I think, produced, uh, co-produced the show with Norman Lear. Um, so, what'd you think of the episode? This was a very good episode. It was I, very good. I said at the beginning, like, this was definitely one of the episodes that I would rate top ten. Yes. Definitely a top ten episode. Because yes. it is very well written, very well acted, and it still deals with very hard-hitting issues. Yes. While still being raucously funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed it. This is actually I was telling I was telling Tony before we went live that this was one of the episodes that we me and my Maud Live troupe were going to do, but we never did just because it was so it's a small cast. It's very small. It's a very yeah. small cast. It's only Maud, Walter, and, and Arthur. Arthur for a little bit. For Arthur for a little bit. Um mm-hmm. but it's just, you know, it was one of those episodes that really sort of this would be one of the episodes I would consider quintessential, mm-hmm. Maud. Yes. Um, I, I said to you, it, this is like when a Maud episode really shined, when they were dealing with an important issue, but they still had humor. Yes. They, and, yeah. So. And it wasn't like in your face. It yeah. wasn't like, you know... With other Maud episodes, it's very aggressive. Like, comparing this to, like, Walter's Dream. Yes. I mean, it's like Walter's Dream was... A bit of a snooze fest. Yeah, I mean, very meh. Very meh. Compared to, compared to, to this, this one, one, yes. And compared to previous, you know, Maud episodes. Yes. And you and you can catch this one on Tubi. Yes, you can watch this on Tubi. Um, so the episode opens, we're seeing a clock, it's 3.10 in the morning, mm-hmm. Walter is passed out, sound asleep, and Maud snoring. is wide awake. Yes. Like the camera pans mm-hmm. from Walter who's snoring, and then to Maud what? who's just mm-hmm. looking at the ceiling with those eyebrows uh, and that, that, that resting bee face uh, that she does so well. Uh, don't you hate... Insomnia, like hate it. Hate it. It's not fun. It isn't. It is not fun. And there's only so much melatonin and Benadryl you can take. I'm like, you know, for me, what what'll happen sometimes is my mind gets stuck on something, and I can't stop my mind from like thinking about it. Yeah. And it just like it's just like racing and racing and racing. There. There were a couple of times, actually, where I have been lying in bed, and I'm like, my eyes are closed, and I'm like, okay, all right, everything is fine. And then I'm like, I should sew something. <laughs> I should go down into the basement and make something. <laughs> there were actually a couple of times before um, before Pride, before Pride, 
um, when I would be figuring out a look. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have the fabric. I have all these things, and you know, when you have an idea in your head mm-hmm. and it doesn't leave, no, yeah, oh, yeah. it's the worst. I know it's yeah. terrible. I, I do not, don't recommend it. It's horrible. Um, it's and horrible. there, there really is no known cure for insomnia no. other than just dealing with it. Ab- absolutely, um, absolutely not. So, uh, my recommendation is, like, I've used music. I actually, I've actually tried counting sheep. Really? And sometimes it works mm-hmm. because you're you're programming your brain to just do something monotonous mm-hmm. and redundant, and you know by the time you get to 100 sheep, you're you should be past. Yeah, I've, tr- I've tried like uh, mind games yeah. like that to try. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. work. No, no. Sometimes I, I just give up. I just I get up. I go on the computer, and I just have to. You diddle, do stuff. You diddle until finally I'm like, you know. Well, there were, I mean, there were times when I've like said, I need to go down. I need to go into my studio and clean. Mm-hmm. I need to fix up my pattern table. Mm-hmm. I have to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I mean, since I'm down here, mm-hmm. like, what else can I do with my time? Right. right. So I know it's it's a lot. I think it's it's probably more prevalent among creative people like ourselves. Yes, I agree. I, I, I definitely think, agree. Yeah. Because, I mean, your mind is constantly thinking about yes. what what will happen next. Yes. Or, like, there are even times that I'm, like, thinking, what number can I sing? Like, uh-huh. in, my insomnia can be triggered by mm-hmm. virtually anything mm-hmm. pertaining to the creative world. Mm-hmm. I think, in a way, we both are sort of somewhat... Obsessive compulsive, in just that, a skosh. Just you know, not just like that. We have like rituals, not, not ritualistic, but, or where it's like diagnosed to an extreme right, amount, but right. definitely where tendencies. we just we just yeah. have these tendencies yeah. where we're overthinking something, exactly. or exactly. we're just giving too much thought to one specific topic, exactly. and we just cannot go to sleep. I, I know, I, yeah. yeah. <sighs> So, so Maud is definitely overthinking something. She's overthinking, tonight. yes. And uh, first, she tries to wake <clears throat> Walter up. She tries to wake Walter up, <clears throat> and she like says Walter, Walter I, and yeah. he just <clears throat> yeah, yes, and he just snores, yes. you know, loud. So then she's she's going to grab the tissues, and the tissue box is, and it's is empty. empty. Um, so I, I think she she like got up, and she like she she got uh, tissues. She from got the tissues dresser. from her from her vanity, and um, then she went to the to the closet. She went to the closet and opened it up and made a loud to get creak her robe to get her robe. Of right. Course. Yes. And so she was, she was in a very she was in a very attractive um, peach colored nightgown, mm. and she threw on this quintessential Moa robe, robe yeah. that was like yeah. floral, yes. very very and a matching color. Yes. Um, and, and she slammed the door. Of the slammed the door shut. <laughs> and Walter <laughs> immediately snaps away. Yes, yes. And he's like, "Maud, wake up! There's a prowler." There's a prowler. <laughs> yes. And you know, Maud, uh, Maud, like Maud is like sauntering about, and Walter is Walter wakes up and goes, "Maud, what are you doing?" Yeah. And Maud says, "Prowling." Prowling. <laughs> He's, it wasn't he at like at three at three in the morning. Yep. And Maud and says, "I'm sorry, Walter. This is the peak hours. Peak for hours for, for prowling." And that's when you know she's telling him that you know she's she's got insomnia. Yep. And he's like, insomnia. You've never you've never had a problem. You've never sleeping. had a problem sleeping while we were married and the three, three months, months before. Right. So no, before he said the four months. The four before. months before. I'm sorry. And she said three months. That's before. three months. Don't, Don't brag. brag. <laughs> 
So obviously, Tom Walter is saying, oh, we slept together for, for months before yeah. we were married, and yeah. you never had a problem sleeping. Right. And she tells him to go back to, to go back to sleep. And he does. He goes you know, back to sleep. So uh, yeah. he goes back to sleep. But I mean, obviously, the camera is focused on Maud. And then Maud yeah. says, oh, but Walter, I think I want to. And before she has an opportunity he's to finish asleep. the sentence, he's passed out. She's asleep. Then we get to a really funny bit. So Maud looks at herself in her vanity mirror mm -hmm. and she is checking her eyebrows mm -hmm. and she sees one tiny little hair sticking out of mm -hmm. place mm -hmm. and she grabs her tweezers and yanks, yanks. Yes. this 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 yes. long this long hair out of her eyebrow and, and, and she, she yells she shouts and, and Walter wakes up again Walter snaps open awake and Walter yeah. goes Maud what are you doing and she goes screaming in pain yes she was she was plucking her her, her, her eyebrows and it was, it, it, and it had the, the the eyebrow hair had the, the longest root in, in the, the world. world. And, and 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 she she proceeds to show him. She pulls by pantomiming, the, yeah, pulling she, an eyebrow hair and, and raising, raising her, her knee. knee. <laughs> raising That's her knee. Hilarious. It was a very very funny it, it, it uh, was, physical comedy bit. It was very funny, and um, the, and and, and Walter is continuing to ask her, you know, what what's wrong, what's yep. the problem. And uh, then she sa she says, "I have to, uh, I have to paint, paint my, my toenails. toenails." So she storms off into the bathroom. Yes, yes. And uh, you know, Walter starts asking a series of questions yes. like, uh, is, uh, any, uh, "Is anything wrong?" Mm -hmm. yes. He goes, "She goes, no." Mm -hmm. um, uh, I forget what he asked after that. Yes, there was a few things, and then he finally says, "Are you having? Are you having an? You're an, having an, an affair. affair?" And Walt so, says, "Yes." yes. <laughs> so the audience goes, <gasps> like you hear the audience yes. audibly gasp. Yeah. And Walter's like, "Maud." Maud says, don't be silly, Walter. How can I have an affair with, with these, these toenails? <sighs> so, um... I think she ended up saying um, they look like she had been washing dishes with, yeah, her, feet. with, her, with her feet. That was enjoyable. So, um, then, then Walter is saying... Then it's uh, your mother. Yeah, it was, it was in a fight with your mother. And she she was saying no no everything everything was she saying that everything was fine with everything the mother everything was fine with that sweet little old lady who didn't have the decency to thank me for the five pound box of saltwater taffy I broke my back to bring the old witch yes so no hidden bitterness no uh, but who needs five pounds of saltwater taffy my mother really oh your mother loves taffy my mother loves saltwater taffy oh, okay I'm not crazy about taffy I enjoy taffy I enjoy taffy and I enjoy fudge not shocking. Really? <laughs> you animal. <laughs> idiot. Uh, Absolute idiot. Actually, speaking, uh, you know, it's funny. Speaking of tweezing, mm -hmm. you know, I, as a drag queen, I use my natural eyebrows. You're a drag queen? I, no. 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 Really? Yep. Shocker. It's just part and parcel of the game, really. You know what else? Uh, what? I also impersonate B. Arthur. That's a thing? That's a thing. <laughs> a thing these days. Somebody can get paid for that? <laughs> Jeez. Talk about a scam. Wow. Talk, ab talk about a scam. It has fallen down in recent years, hasn't it? <laughs> um, but it is funny, like, so because I tweeze my eyebrows, I also, like, feel like I'm pulling on hair that has mm -hmm. the longest root in the world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I have... Uh, if I don't upkeep, like I honestly, I should be tweezing my eyebrows about every week, like or once a week, just to like keep them in shape. I could probably do mine every day. But uh, please, there are times I'm like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, that wasn't there yesterday. Why is it there today? 
I mean, I can see your your eyebrow hairs are very short. Yeah. See, mine are mine. But and, that's and because even, I cut mine. I cut them. I cut mine too. I cut mine. And still, they just they like like overnight. They're like. I am so sorry that that has afflicted you. It's, but it's what like, I do is I take a comb and I just I do what hairdressers do. Like I'll mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get it to a certain mm -hmm. length and then I'll just mm -hmm. snip it all off. I do that too. You do that too. Plus I get them you know go to the esthetician and get them waxed every like three weeks. And Wax and plucks. Maybe it's an affliction that we. Both I guess have. I guess so. I mean I, honestly. I was seriously considering for the month of June to shave them off. I, it's, it's like part of me was like... I get it. I get <laughs> you know, it, though. No, I get cause, it. Because the thought of like... You're going to be, you're gonna be sleeping in glue. <laughs> that I have to glue these down. I mean, some of, and you know, because you're there with me, some, some of the weekends we have coming up I where it's like up where it's two and three, three, two and three shows, shows a weekend. A weekend. So, well, well, one day it's like, it's uh. like a double, double venue, two different... You know, what, three, really, shows, three per, per, parade... Parade, show at one place, show at another place. Really, that's like three things in one day. And, you know, I mean, fortunately, we're just going from one to the other to the other. But yeah. but still, the thought of all that, you know, gluing down of the brows, I was like, but but I won't. I can't. I refuse to See, the, the, walk the, around without brows. The lucky thing with you is, it, and we switch, yeah. because you have a problem with your eyebrows. I have a problem with my beard, with beard area. beard, yeah. Because yeah. I sweat, and yeah. I also have incredibly sensitive skin. Yes. So, like, if I have yeah. to constantly take on and take off and put on makeup, mm. like, there's a very real possibility that when taking off my makeup, I think the second time, mm -hmm. it's going to really, like, mm. bruise my skin. So I have to be mm. very, very gentle and delicate and I'll use Albaline and I'll use mm -hmm. the makeup eraser rags mm -hmm. they are very good because they're incredibly soft oh. so I need something that'll like take off all the makeup mm. but also be like the, and I have to go like with the grain of my hair and not just aggressive mm -hmm. it's aggressive it's very hard work being a drag it's not queen easy. It's, it's not easy people don't don't realize people and don't it's realize not for the faint of heart it is not for the faint of heart it's not for the faint of heart I I went to Fire Island yesterday, and I was watching Portia perform, mm -hmm. and there was this one, one gentleman mm -hmm. uh, who insisted upon getting up on stage uh -huh. while Portia was performing. Oh, how wonderful. It is very aggressively difficult not to just kick their behinds off yeah. stage, yeah. because when a queen is performing, you pay attention. Yeah. You do not try to upstage no. the queen. Right. It doesn't work like that. No, it don't. It does not. So, yeah. it's it's definitely, it, it's hard work. Yeah. And everybody's, oh my God, you're fabulous. How does your makeup look so good? And it's like, can you please just like not scream yes. in my face? Yes, and, and it, it won't look so good if you get that close. <laughs> it really won't. It, it won't. You'll start seeing like, like please, you'll see the facelift scars and yeah. everything. It's like, please love me from afar. Just <laughs> yes. Arms length. Arms, arms length. length is yeah. arms length is the perfect distance. Ex exactly. Uh, That's why the two of us are going to start wearing hoop skirts. Yeah, really. Just to I, keep everyone away. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so Walter said he knew it, and uh, oh, oh. Then what happens is uh, he he looks out the window. That's that's when he looks out um, the window. Was it? Was it? Hold on. Oh, I forgot. Uh, saltwater taffy. Yes, so about the it was. Taffy. It was after the taffy. Mm -hmm. It was after the taffy. Walter's like, "Come on, let's go to bed. It'll right, be fine. Right. Everything is all right." Because right. obviously, you know, Maud's like, "That's not what the problem right, was." Right. And uh, 
I think Walter ends up saying, like, let's just go to bed. Right, like, Let's right. just go to bed. Try going to bed, try going to sleep. So, mm -hmm. you know, they get into bed, and Maud's like, I can't go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And Walter's like, try. Mm -hmm. So you know they get. Oh right, right, and Walter's and right, Walter's like, right. He was goes, saying because there's the he has the big sale. It's the Indian summer sale tomorrow. Yeah. That's why he needs to get to sleep. That's why he needs to get to sleep because it's going to be a very busy day at the store. Yep. For him. And they get into bed. Walter says, "You're not trying. Close your eyes." Yes. Yes. And Maud's like, "Oh, I forgot." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Maud now goes, goes to, to sleep. sleep. Yes. And Walter is now wide Walter awake. Walter now can't about sleep. The sale. Yes. So he gets yes. up and he notices that. He's it's like, yes, snowing that's when outside. he looks out the window, and he and starts like, proceeding to scream, "Damn! Damn! 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 Damn!" damn. That which, like, of course, what? wakes now wakes up Maud. Well, what happened? Yes. So, you know, Walter's It's the 14th annual Indian, Indian Summer, Summer Clearance, clearance sale. sale. And there's a blizzard outside. Yep. Then the phone rings. Then the phone rings, and we have this very comedic bit. Yes, with the phone. With the phone. Yes. Um, and... The, the, phone, the phone is like... This is like when they'd have somebody come to the door. Yeah. The, Almost like that, they would have someone come to the yeah, door. Yeah, it was like when somebody would come to the door, the phone... And Bullard would like either yes. <laughs> slam the door in their face yes. or, or hang up on them in this case. Yes. So, um... So she's like, she's like who's calling? <laughs> um, and it's like, no, it's, it's, it's not Ginger. It's How's Pete. my what? How's my what? <laughs> Boy, do you have the wrong yes, number. Yes, yes. And she hangs up on yes. him. And Walter's yelling at the at the window. Yep. He's like, "Stop! You know, stop snowing." Uh, Maud cl closes the window, and then the phone rings the again. The phone rings again. Yes. And you know, she answers the phone. Maud <laughs> says, "Hello." No, this is not Ginger. This is Peaches. Peaches. Ginger's roommate. <laughs> yes, Ginger's roommate. And she starts having this conversation. <clears throat> you're an, you're an odd <clears throat> fellow from, from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <clears throat> and she ends up <clears throat> saying, "No, you can't miss it. It's on <clears throat> Dover Street, right above, above the pizzeria." pizzeria. Pick up an anchovy pizza. We'll roll around in an Italian, Italian style. style. <laughs> which just hilarious. Yes. I thoroughly enjoy I that. love anchovies on pizza. Really? Love them. Love them. Love anchovies. I never in I Ugh. I remember so last summer, because me and my cousin, we sometimes me and her family, like mm -hmm. my uncle, my aunt, and her wife, mm -hmm. will have like a sauce day mm -hmm. where we make like these batches mm -hmm. of tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. And uh, one year we ended up doing pizzas. Mm -hmm. So we had, I think we did a white pizza, mm -hmm. and we did a margarita pizza, mm -hmm. and we did an anchovy pizza. Mm -hmm. And the anchovy pizza, oh, we also made a pepperoni pizza because the pepperoni pizza was just... Oil everywhere. Oh, yeah. Just oil and grease yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it was still delicious. Of course. And I remember having an anchovy pizza for the first time, and it just, it was different. Yeah. It well, you have different. to love the taste of anchovies. You have to love the you taste of anchovies. You have to love the taste of anchovies. And yeah. it's, it's very... Fishy. Fishy. Yeah. To put it as bluntly Fishy as possible. Fishy and salty. Very salty, but also yeah. a little bit nutty. Yeah, like yeah, a little, like definitely a little nutty. Yeah, it gave it, it definitely gave an interesting flavor to mm. the to the pizza, and it mm. was just, I just it wasn't for me. It's, yeah, no, definitely not for everybody. It wasn't for me. But oh, I love I love anchovies. Oh, well, you like them. seafood to begin with. Yes, I do. It's my favorite thing. Even though a lot of it I can no longer. Even though you can't eat, eat it anymore. Damn you! Well, think about gout. it this way. My my mother for the longest time was able to eat shellfish mm -hmm. and shrimp mm -hmm. and uh, now she can't eat it anymore but 
My family insists that we have shrimp scampi for Christmas every mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. And I look at my mother and I'm going, I love you to absolute bits and pieces. You mm. are my favorite woman in the universe. Why are you so insistent upon making shrimp scampi when you can't eat it? And God forbid any bit any bit of shrimp gets on you, oh, you she's break allergic out to it. Hot. She's oh. highly allergic to Ooh. it. Severely allergic Ooh. to it. I remember one, one year, um, my father and my mother went out for dinner with my father's aunt and uncle. And, you know, they told the chefs, please do not prepare these dishes that you're going to be bringing to my wife. Right. With shellfish, with shellfish. because she is highly allergic gotcha. to it. Somehow or another, she uh, ended up, and they had to leave. Oh, jeez. She popped a Benadryl, and she uh. just, it was one of those moments where I'm like, you know, maybe you should try an EpiPen. We'll yeah. see what happens, and then maybe maybe see how that works. Right, right. So it Ooh, was that's, just. That's scary. It's very scary. That like is scary. Th- there are moments where I'm just like, please don't make shrimp. Do yeah. not do not sacrifice <clears throat> your health for someone's meal. I, I mean myself, because especially we're in heading into Pride Month, it's like I'm being you can't, you very cautious, very cautious about eating anything that could trigger a gout attack. I can't eat anything that has dairy in it. Yeah, I have to be very careful with yeah. dairy. And, and, and the, the thing is, people don't realize they you know they see us like you know performing as drag queens, yeah. drag artists. There's so much that goes into just the preparation yeah. beforehand and, and along the way. In terms of diet. like yeah. there, Even when I would go to conventions, like I would make it my job to go to the bathroom, make, mm-hmm. sure, that, make sure that my system is entirely cleaned out, and then I would only eat maybe a spoonful or two of peanut uh, butter a day. Uh, and then just guzzle water for like the duration and try and yeah. see how far I could last. There was actually, I remember it was 2019 and I was competing, I think as Winifred Sanderson mm. in, uh, in the cosplay contest mm-hmm. for New York Comic Con. And it was, I think it was the fall of 2019. And I remember waking up in my friend's hotel, because I spent the night with them, spent the night in my friend's hotel at Yotel, and I just, did not eat. Mm. I just spent the entire day mm-hmm. as Winifred Sanders. I was in a corset and heels for about 13 hours. That's a lot. And, uh, you know, not eating, uh, trying to like be very cautious about mm-hmm. what I put in my mm-hmm. body. It's it's a lot. Yes. It's a lot of work. It is. It really is. And, you know, I could, I could, I could hear the audience members saying, well, it doesn't sound that bad. Then you try Then it. try it. Then you yeah. try it and see Let's how see. you fare. Yeah. Yeah. So, so ginger and peaches. Ginger and Odd peaches. From pe- they're rolling around. They're Italian rolling around style. Italian style in an anchovy pizza. So Walter. So Walter now says, "I have the world's greatest headache." Yes. I, I, like he just develops a headache. Well, no. Before before we we even get to that, Walter's like you know telling her you know why why don't you try to get to sleep, and he says that you know whatever well, your problem your problem is, is can, couldn't be couldn't any, be half as bad as, as like his. mine as a man's problem. Yeah. Said, so obviously the man's problem is business related and Maud's problem is clearly not the way that she yeah. is making the, it like sound. Walter says it as an, as, as an example, like, uh, you're trying to decide between shrimp puffs or and cheese, cheese balls. balls. 
for like some like uh, some benefit, benefit or, or society some kind society of a thing. thing, like something like like that. And you know, Maud says, "Is that what you think our problems yes. are? Shrimp yes. puffs or cheese balls?" Yes. yes. And then she says, "I think I've decided on a mock tuna birds." Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? No. Every was time it birds or burns. I have no. I think it was birds. Bur mock tuna mock birds. Tuna. I'm gonna look it up right now. Look it. Look it up, please. Because right. it mock is tuna birds. It was very. It was very interesting to me. Mock tuna, tuna, is tuna, tuna birds, a tuna, tuna birds, a thing. Right, well, we'll find out. Could it be like a tuna casserole? Mock tuna salad. Maybe, maybe. So I, I guess it would be. Uh, I don't know. It's no, it was inter It was an interesting. It was an interesting thing. So thing I'm just gonna, a mock tuna salad is chickpeas. Yes, I've heard of that. So I'm Heard just that. going to assume that she meant a mock tuna salad. Okay. But so now Walter is he's now he's got a headache, <clears throat> and um, and he's saying you know that how you women have it so much easier than men. Yeah. And he's going through that now that he's going through the medicine cabinet and, and he uh, scoffs and says, "Oh, now I found the suppositories." Now he found the suppositories. Although what he needed the suppositories, what he needed the suppositories for, for? I don't know. He's telling you, do you have any idea how hard it is to be a man? And Maud says, I'm sorry, Walter. At the advice of my priest, I gave up being a man shortly after <laughs> World War II. Yes, yes. And uh, he, Walter, he can't believe it. He finds penicillin from 1968. <laughs> but still can't find any as aspirin. So she calls him Eagle Eye and pulls yeah. this giant bottle of white aspirin right, pills. Right, right, right. And the phone rings again. Wait, hold on. Even before, was something? it before that? Was it before that where you know Maud said about the penicillin? If you had a social disease oh, yes. instead of a headache, you would be yes. able to solve the problem. That's right. Yes. So at that point, the phone rings That's again. That's when the phone rings, and she she goes, <laughs> "Hello, no, the, no, uh, hello, yes, Peach is here." here. Oh, you want to bring a you friend? Want to bring along a friend, <laughs> of course. Oh, and don't worry, I have penicillin from nineteen sixty-eight. And so, Walter grabs you know, the Walter phone. It's a stop, stop calling phone, and hangs up. Hangs it up. Uh, and and she, she, she says, see, see Walter, the, something about the real problems. And you say women don't have real you, problems. You say women don't have real problems, yes. And, he's, and he says, let me tell you about a, a serious problem. Um, and, and then we get into more, you know, well, what was his serious problem? I guess he's, well, he's worried about the sale. He is worried about the sale, and you know he like finally relents and says, "Well, what is your what is right. going on?" And yes. you know Maud, in her overdramatic fashion, says, "Oh well, thank you, Walter. Mm. Now I finally get to tell you about my senseless little problem." Yes. And she says, "Walter, my sink is not sparkling That's white." That's right, right. And if that isn't enough, oh Lord, how do I tell him? Yeah. I just found out that my house coat has ring around the collar. Ring around the collar. Now let me tell you. Oh, I want to hear this. I've always felt that those... The, I don't know if you remember those commercials, The Ring Around the College. You may be too young. Perhaps. Um, I mean, that was that was such a thing. Like, the, the, it would, like, the woman would be with her husband, and another woman, like, notices, she looks at the, at the, the other woman's husband, and she, like, sees the shirt collar. She's like, oh, ring around the collar. Ring around the collar. And it was, I was always like, that is such a, like... It's like this other woman is saying, oh, your husband... Uh, you, you know, because his, his shirts have this ring around the collar. You, you are, you are not, uh, you are not fit to be like a human being. You are, like, you are like less than. You, you are, you are worthless. You know, I mean, I'm I sure, I'm sure like, Aunt Barbara is going to post some, that commercial at some point. I mean, it always seemed to me that like you know the 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 woman should have been like 
Like, you know, screw you. Let him wash his own friggin' shirts. I'm not responsible for the ring around his collar. I would have been, been like, how dare you? See, I try not to wear something too much where it ends up with ring around the collar, but my <laughs> my windbreaker that I wear, because it's it's a specific material, and because on the back of the jacket, it's a giant decal mm-hmm. of, you know, Dorothy, mm-hmm. Rose, Blanche, and Sophia. Mm-hmm. And down the down the arm, it's emblazoned the Golden Girls. Right. Like, I don't want that pink to fade. Mm-hmm. And I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to ruin the right. design. Of course not. So it's very interesting, like, how to, like, it's one of the, I've been asking my mother, I'm like, do we have a Tide Pod? <laughs> uh, not a Tide Pod, a Tide Pen uh-huh. that I can just, like, get this, this ring around the collar off mm-hmm. of it. So it's just, it's it's one of those things that happens when you just wear something for a long period yes. of time and don't wash it. I wash all of my man Taylor shirts. Okay. I wash all of them. I just throw them in the wash and call well, it a Easy day. enough, yeah. But, like, for specific things like jackets, there's this gorgeous uh, white blazer mm-hmm. that, my, um, that my grandmother wore. And it fits me because I went through a lot of my mother's clothing and mm-hmm. saw that saw a couple of pieces and I was just like, I'm gonna try that on and see if it fits. <laughs> I'm gonna try that on and right. see if it fits. And fortunately, like some of the outfits that my right. grandmother wore would fit a giant of my size. <laughs> and uh, you know, it has ring around the collar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you get ring around the collar mm-hmm. out of a white mm-hmm. blazer? Hmm. Curious. I don't know. Neither do I. I don't know. But the the point is. The commercials were so misogynistic. Of course they were. I mean, they were just like, it was just, they were they were they were horrible. Yep, I get horrible. it. Like you know, just you know, making a woman feel like, oh, if she can't like get a uh, ring around the collar out of her husband's shirt, then she must she not was, be a woman. Yeah, she must not, not be a married she's, woman. She's not. You know, she must be chaste. Yeah, for sure. Her husband has ring around the she's collar. Like, she's like inferior. She's like worthless. I mean, just oh, so demeaning, horrible. I I, I hated those commercials. I, I truly did. Ain't it just like a drag queen? Yeah, of course. Ain't it just like a drag queen? Of course. So yes, and that's when Maud blurts out that she has to have a hysterectomy. She has to have a hysterectomy. And she sits down on the bed and she's holding her head yep. in her hands. And Walter is just like. A, sort of astonished at this point. Yep. And uh, she's she's his hysterectomy. Uh, it's in the dictionary right after, after hysteria, hysteria and hysterical. Hysterical. Yes. And Walter is like, oh my god. He's he's like. Uh, and Walter is immediately like very worried, and you know, Maud reassures him, saying, "Doctor yeah, yeah. Dicehart said he is reasonably yeah. sure that there is just a few things yes. wrong, and that a hysterectomy will help." Yeah. And she had said to Walter, "You know, I didn't mean to break it to you like this." Yep. You know, but you know she's got to she's got to talk about it. Um, and, and Walter now he feels I guilty. Mean, it, but, but I mean, one of the things that I can really point out about this episode is that I love when couples can sort of confide in each other about their medical conditions mm-hmm. because you know years ago. I'm assuming that if a woman had a female problem, mm. she would not address it with her husband. No. Because the husband no. either wouldn't understand right. or wouldn't, um, just wouldn't be in the know enough right. to offer any type of constructive right. opinion. Right. Uh, and also, men aren't supposed to know about these things about right. women. Right. Yeah. So, well, that's like, back, you know, how, like, you know, back years ago, how, like they wouldn't let uh, men into like a delivery room nope. and things like that. It was like it was like everything about like the the 
the female anatomy was mm -hmm. supposed to be like this secret Taboo thing. And this, and, yeah. Yeah. It was a secret club that only women needed to be a member of. Yes. And, and also the same way with, you know, men's anatomy yeah. and, and, and things like that. I mean, when we were when I was in grade school, I don't know about when you were in grade school, but when I was in grade school, it was the girls were taken to a separate room mm -hmm. and they were shown the, the Disney the Disney uh, female video. Right, right. And the boys were shown the Disney male right. video. Yes. And, uh, you know, it was really one of those things where I didn't... I did not learn about the female anatomy until I was in high school or oh. junior high school when mm -hmm. I, you know, mm -hmm. when we were when we were when we had to take um, biology, right? And we just had to learn that way, mm -hmm. and it just, yeah. I don't know, and I'm not saying that children need to learn about the human anatomy at such a young age, but it really can't hurt to educate. No. When it comes to right. when it comes to anatomy, yeah, no, it it can't. There's nothing wrong, <clears throat> at least for kids to know what their own parts yeah. are. Yeah, they're their their parts. It's their they parts. Should know they what should they know are. what they are and what they do and what they're capable. I mean, of. I mean, you know, you know, to well, you know, to a certain extent, it's like we were talking earlier. Yeah, I I said, you know, like when I was a kid, if I could have just been told that, you know. Well, you know, some boys like girls, and, and some boys like boys, and some, some girls, girls like girls. And some girls like girls. Yeah, I said, and, and just been told, you know, just just that, and that it was like, and that's okay. I was, I, I, I didn't, I didn't need like a sex lesson yeah. or biology or, or anything. There is, there my, is. My whole life would have, would have been so different. In, in my experience, the more you learn about something mm -hmm. and the more you try to educate yourself mm -hmm. on a specific topic, mm -hmm. the better you are at understanding the other side of the argument mm -hmm. and the more you sort of understand yourself. Right. And I feel like there, I feel like there needs to be a stronger focus on the self. Yeah. And, you know, educating someone in terms of social cues and uh, you know all of these things that we want children to all of these things that these children eventually learn in therapy anyway yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but also like that that the premise that oh you don't want to teach kids about sex because they're, they're gonna they're gonna want to run out and have sex i mean th it's wasn't ridiculous. there wasn't there an episode uh, it was one of the first episodes yes. of Maud where, yes. you know, uh, Arthur's Phillip. granddaughter yes. and Philip yes. were looking at each because other's naked bodies. Naked bodies, right. And, you know, Arthur was, like, incensed. Right. Absolutely incensed. Right. Oh, well, we can't have that because... Right. And, and Maud's like, it's just human nature. Right, like, right. So it's that sort of... Uh, it's a very interesting topic of discussion. Yes. And I feel like, you know... In my humble opinion, we should be eating the apple of knowledge and mm -hmm. get out of the Garden of Eden. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my, my. So, um, yeah, so Maud is, is telling Walter that the, the doctor uh, wants her to have it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, you know, you should get a second opinion. She already did. Yep. And, and she says, uh, Nancy Hobson st start, Nancy started Nancy Hobson it. started it because she had one before she got color TV. Before she got color TV. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And, you know, yes. Walter's, Maud goes, Walter, if I can't trust my gynecologist, who can I trust? Right, right. But he insists, like, you should really, and Maud cuts him off saying, I already did. Yes, you already got the So she got opinion. a second opinion. Yes. And, you know, it's 
all roads lead to her yes. getting a hysterectomy. And and Walter's like, you know, he's like, what a night. And what saying, well, she, you know, she she feels a little better now. Mm -hmm. She's told him, and he's like, are, are you sure? <clears throat> and Maud's like, you know, will will you be all right? Yep. Um, and 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 they're um, they're saying that to each other that they'll be okay. Yep. And, they're saying their good nights again. They're going to try to go back to sleep, and uh, I think they got they got back. They into got bed. they got cozy into bed. Walter like rolls over and starts going to bed, and then Maud right. rolls over and goes to bed. But Maud, yes, snaps her eyes yeah. open yes. and says, <laughs> good, Lord, "Good Lord, we're going to have matching mustaches." Matching mustaches. Uh, it's like it's like uh, Golden Girls when uh, Sophia tells. Uh, Blanche about uh, menopause. It's yep. like, you just grow a beard. You just grow a beard. <laughs> you look like Arafat. I woke up one day and I look like Arafat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, so at that point, we cut yeah, to commercial. Cut to commercial. And when we come, come when back. When we come back, Maud has locked herself in the bathroom. Yes. And, and Walter is usual yelling, Maud, please, please. My question is, they're yelling at each other. Yeah. Are, where, what are Philip and Carol doing? Are they out? Maybe. <laughs> because yeah. honestly, and I think, think that would have woken them up. Everyone, Mrs. Nogatuck, yeah, up, right, they all would have been woken up by this bickering exactly, back and forth. Yes, and uh, he went. Walter wants to know what she's doing, and she tells him that she's practicing, practicing shaving. shaving. Uh, and you know, Walter's trying to be reassuring, saying, "Maud, we will not have matching mustaches." Yeah. He, so Maud opens the door and says, "Walter, how do you know?" Yeah. And you know, yeah. Walter, in his infinite mm. wisdom, says. Because I'll shave mine off. Right, right. If we do, I'll shave mine off. And right. she slams the door in his face. Yes, yes. Uh, and 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 uh, he says, if that were true, half the wives at the at the at the club at the club would look, look like Groucho like Marx. So Maud says they, they do. They do. And she's saying it's and she's going on now that about hormone imbalances it's, it's, that it's all over. Um, and that she's not going to want him when she's she's old yep. and fabby, fat, and yeah. <laughs> Didn't she also mention that her, because Nancy and Maud were at Shraff's having Sunday. Yeah, because that's when she says, have you seen Nancy Hobson? She looks she looks she's, like a horse. Yes. And Walter says that's because she eats like a horse. Yes, yes. And you know, Walter, uh, uh, I mean, Maud looks in the mirror and says, Walter, I'll be a mess. Yeah. Obese. Yes. yes. My voice will change. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just brings her voice really yes. down low. And Walter just stares at her. Walter stares at her. And that's when we yes. get Maud saying, God will get you for what you're thinking, Walter. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so again, just, I, yeah. I just, I love those moments where an actor doesn't even have to say anything, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. do an expression, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the audience just yes, laughs. It's brilliantly done. And Walter's saying this this is this is a lot of nonsense. Yep. Uh, you know, did and he wants to know, did didn't you know, have you have you asked your doctor about all this? And um, and she says she didn't she didn't ask. Because she was saying how uh, she's worried about the changes after the op operation. Yes. She's um, worried about the changes. She also mentions how, like, she was she was trying to she was with her gynecologist, and Walter's like, "Well, why didn't you ask your gynecologist? Yeah, why didn't you ask him during the exam?" And Maud <laughs> says, "Obviously, you have never been to a gynecologist." Yes, because you know, obviously, when you're sort of in the stirrups and you're most vulnerable, you really don't have much to say. Yeah, it's it's sort of you know, conversation is not 
you know, really, you know, the, the thing to do at that Correct. moment, I guess. And I mean, while loose. someone is, I mean, honestly, yeah. if I'm getting a prostate exam, I don't exactly want to know how my doctor is doing. I just, no. I just want the exam to be done. And you over just with. want to get it over with. I just want to get it over with. Exactly. Um, that's when Maud she wonders what she would look like with five o'clock shadows. So many people have loved this face. And I wonder I what it's going to look like with five o'clock shadows. When I remarked that she would look like you. We had, had to pause. pause. We had to pause. We had to pause because I was laughing so uncontrollably. And it turns out I'm not the first person to say You're that. You're not the first person to say that. <laughs> so when when me and my Maud Live mm. troupe were going over the script for uh, A Night to Remember, we got to that line mm. and I said, so many people have loved this face. Mm. I wonder what it's going to look like with Five O'Clock Shadow. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was my friend Marcus who was playing Walter or my friend Eric who was playing Arthur, but one of them said, just like you. Just and like you. I peed myself. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. And um, then while we're watching this episode, Maud says mm. that line, and then this schmuck mm. turns to me and goes, like you. Like you. And again, we had to Just pause like it you. because I was laughing. And I didn't know that. I didn't know. I was laughing so That that happened the last time. I was I didn't crying. know. I was crying. And uh, there must be something to it. Must be something to I guess. I guess Maud will look like me. And I, I will look so. like Maud. Yes. Yes. So Walter, he wants he wants to call Arthur. Yes, to get his opinion. But Maud like makes him you know put it down, and uh, and yeah, she, you are not calling Arthur. She's not calling Arthur. She's worried about what their love life is going to be like no, after no, oh, the operation. Walter, you're gonna you'll no longer find me desirable. No Where are you going? Yeah, <laughs> and he says I'm going to the bathroom. Going to the she bathroom. says you see it's happening it's already. Happening already. And uh, that's what, he goes to the bathroom, and they have a. Phone. Have a phone in the, in the bathroom, like a wall phone. Yeah, in the bathroom. Casual. I'm Listen, like, if people can have televisions in the bathroom, they could sure as hell have a telephone. I mean, why would you want a, ba a, a phone in the bathroom? I, I don't didn't. Know. I did not. I did not. I, I bring my. I mean, do you bring your cell phone into the bathroom? Of course. What kind of what kind of a person do you think <laughs> I am? Well, there you go. How could you even ask me you that? You never know. Someone may be calling about your car's extended warranty, <laughs> and you'll have to have a conversation with them on the toilet. No, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> to see what you're writing in the three-way chat that we have with Stella Virgin. <laughs> oh, dear. A, a chat that must never be revealed. That chat that must never be revealed. <laughs> All of our secrets are in that chat. All yes. of them. All of them. All of our nightmares are in that chat. Oh, so Walter grabs that phone in the bathroom yep. and he call he calls Arthur. Actually, you know, before we even get into that topic, yes. have has there ever been a moment in your life mm -hmm. where you have not felt desirable to your partner? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now my yes. question is, what do you do about that? Uh hmm. Um, because I have an answer, and I want to know what yours is. Well, you know, it's, it was really more—it was really more in my head than mm -hmm. any than anything else. And it's just trying to find your way out of yeah. that, that. Trying to find your way out of that dark that, spot. That dark spot. I mean, that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, usually I will—I'll uh, um, do one of three things. One of which being incredibly toxic. Mm. Uh, the one that's toxic is I will look at their previous partners oh. and say, well, oh, well, good. I'm better than them. Oh, well, okay. Well, then that's good. I Like, I usually, like, think about all the ways that I am a better person. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the greatest way to mm -hmm. handle things. 
Um, the other one is to obviously talk it out or write it down or like mm. get get my feelings out mm -hmm. solitary in a, mm -hmm. in a solitary way. But then there's also a way where I can like talk to other people mm -hmm. and like gauge their reaction and their responses to it. Mm -hmm. Having sex with someone in their twenties is also a good way to <laughs> to get out of that too. What? <laughs> I mean, I. You know, I'm at an age where having sex with someone in their 20s... A drag a, queen of a certain a age. A drag queen of a certain age. <laughs> having sex with someone in their 20s. I, I, I mean, I've had offers. And every time I have offers, I'm just like, you're a toddler. I can't do that. Um, but then I think about all of the older guys that I've had relations with, and it's just, how do they feel after they have... Been with you. We have, we have exactly yes. been with me. Like, I always wonder, like, am I that memorable? Am I a memorable person? <laughs> oh lord! And then I say to myself, Tom, stop asking these inane goddamn questions. Uh, well, you know, it's also, uh, and this is a thing for the the gay community. Yes. Um, you know, so much of, you know, the gay community is focused on that you have to be. Um, fit and muscular and, and a Greek out. Adonis, you, you, you know, like yeah, exactly, like this I, I, Adonis ideal of you know, in, yeah. a, in order to be considered attractive in the in the gay community. There, there was there was a friend of mine. I forget what their name is, but they posted what are some topics of conversation that you feel go unnoticed or unchecked in the gay community. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of them was human decency. One of them was the I, I posted the age topic. Um, uh, there was another one where it was like beauty standards, mm -hmm. um, uh, the stigma about AIDS. Like mm. there are so many conversations that mm. are just sort of being overlooked. And, you know, for me, uh, again, I, yesterday I had gone to Fire Island and I was just seeing all of these people. I was mm -hmm. just seeing a sea of people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, some of them were attractive. Some of them were average mm. some of them were just there mm -hmm. um and you know everyone was really just letting their freak flag fly mm -hmm. and that to me matters more than beauty standards or i mean more often than not the clicks mm -hmm. are one of the bigger problems because yeah. in the clicks it's usually where a lot of those mean girl aesthetics come into play mm -hmm. and you know someone's going to say something to the wrong person right. and then that person finds out through somebody yes, else and then yes. it just becomes the it becomes a yes. game of telephone and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and I was like can we just leave the high school drama in high school mm. can we just leave it there I I do also want there to be and Grace and Frankie Grace and Frankie did a very good job of putting a focal point on an older queer couple mm -hmm. uh, with the um, two characters, Robert and Saul. Uh, I, I watched, like, I think I watched the first episode of that and I just wasn't really into it. It does get better. Uh -huh. The series does get better. Me and my mother actually just finished watching it this past week. Um, uh, and it really wraps everything up very nicely. Uh, but it, it does shine a very bright spotlight on being mature and being gay. Uh -huh. And I feel like that is a conversation that needs to happen more and more mm. frequently. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there are some people that come out in their 40s. Mm -hmm. There are some people that come out in their 50s mm -hmm. or 60s or mm -hmm. hell, even their 70s. Right. 
and they should be treated with the same level of respect and dignity that the twenties mm-hmm. teens, that the teens, twenties, and thirty-year-olds right. have when they first come out. Right. And I feel like there is just such a stigma. There's there's obviously ageism in the queer community yeah. because it just, hello, it just there. is. Yeah. Um. You know, if you reach a certain, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, so many people that I'm familiar with are like, oh. I'm turning 30. Oh, I'm dead in gay years. And it's just like, can we not? I know. Yeah. Can we you're not? Just, you're just sort of reinforcing that. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And yeah, it's not good. Not I good. Mean, I mean, and I'm going to be very honest. I turned, I turned 30 and, you know, I really started living for me. Mm-hmm. Because in my 20s, I was too busy living for other people. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I turned 30, I was like, you know something? I'm going to start doing more things for me. Mm-hmm. So I started doing drag more often. Mm-hmm. I started doing, like, things that I wanted to do. Right. And it's been very it's been very worthwhile for mm-hmm. me. So we say yeah. to you listeners, whether you are a teen, 20-year-old, 30-year-old, 40, 50, 60, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Well, as, uh, as uh, Aunt Mame said, life is a smorgasbord and... Most poor Last son of a bitches more, are starving most to death. Most poor sons of bitches are starving to death. And it's very true. It is. It's very true. All right. So. Moving gaily forward. Uh, so Walter calls Arthur. Yep. And, from the bathroom. Yep. From the bathroom phone. And he's yep. telling him, you've got to come over. It's it's urgent. Come as you are. Come as you are. <laughs> uh, um, come to the back to the back door. Um, and, uh. That's when, uh, right. You, then he hangs up the phone. He hangs up the phone. He flushes, he flushes the, the he toilet. He flushes the john. Right. And walks out with a sigh of relief. Yeah. And Maud says, oh. all right, Walter, what's up? Yeah. And don't tell me the toilet seat. <laughs> which I enjoy. And that's when he just, he just says, I he called Arthur to come over. He's like, why? And he's why like, mu- he, you know, yes. one of the things that tickled me, and I have it written down, she says, why must it be Arthur? Yes. And that tickles me because oh. it's the <laughs> only time in the entire series when she says her own name. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's the right. The only time she why says it in the it series. Why must it be Arthur? Why must it be Arthur? And he says, because he's a doctor. And he happens to be my, my best, best friend. friend. And Maud says before yes. Walter exits, Walter, two wrongs do not make a right. So Walter heads down to the kitchen. Uh, it's dark when he walks in. He turns yep. on the light. There's and and there's, there's knocking Arthur at the back door. knocking at the door. Arthur comes in, and he is in <laughs> a coat, an overcoat. Yes, a plaid brown overcoat. Almost looks like a woman's coat. It did look like a woman's it's, coat. It did, man. I was I was almost thinking maybe he grabbed Vivian's coat. Perhaps he's got boots on and his legs are bare. And he has on a uh, hat with flaps. Yes. Yes. Because yes. obviously it's cold outside. Yes. And Walter, one of the first things he says, he tells him to take off his coat. And, and he's like, Walter, I, I... Arthur's like, no, I can't. I can't, can't. I've got nothing on underneath. Yeah. And because, you know, Walter told him to, to Come rush over. Are. Come as you are. Rush over. And so Arthur says, if you're not terribly sick, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. That's right. Um, and uh, Walter tells him that Maud's going to have a, a hysterectomy. hysterectomy. Arthur already Arthur knows. Arthur already knows because he is in cahoots with Dr. Dr. Dysart. Yes, he, he told me. And uh, and he said that, you know, hysterectomies, they tend to be a fad. Like frisbees. Yeah, and some of them are needless, but but that's not the case with this. Dr. Dysart's Dr. Dysart. He says so, you know, sort of to reassure Walter that if this doctor says she needs one. She needs one. Then she, she really needs one. Yeah. Although, you know, um, that was a... That was it was a thing years a ago. Thing years ago, where it was like, uh, anytime a woman had like you know some sort of uh, 
problem. Yeah. It's like a doctor's first response would be, oh, you need a hysterectomy. For those not in the know, a hysterectomy, if I'm remembering correctly, is where they do a removal of the uterus. Yes. And and sometimes in the past they would also remove the The the, fallopian fallopian tubes. tubes And the ovaries. Yep. Now here's the thing. A, A woman's ovaries are like what a man's testes, testes are, as far and as the reduction of, of hormones. Um, so when they were when they were doing this, I, I mean, and they were just like uh, yeah. very callous, very you know um, cavalier mm-hmm. about like you know oh if if a woman has a, has a problem, do me a favor. Yeah, I want you to Google why a, a chainsaw was invented. Why a chainsaw was invented? I want you to Google it. All right, I'm Googling, I'm Googling. I'm trying to get to Google. This is, the children, uh, this is something that I learned, well, on TikTok. Why a chainsaw, oh, it came right up. Why a chainsaw was, two doctors invented the chainsaw in 1780 to make the removal of pelvic bone easier and less time consuming during childbirth. It was powered by a hand crank and looked like a modern day kitchen knife with little teeth on a chain that wound in an oval. That's horrific. Yep. That's really horrific. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yep. <clears throat> and it would be two men that come up with that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, a, lo- a lot of, like, uh, back when there was, you know, uh, things of, like, accusing women of being witches, witches. a lot of them, they, most of them, were, were midwives. Yep. And it was being done because they, they were trying to, like, take the midwifery away from them and, and put the, you know, delivery of... Put the delivery of the responsibility back on the man. back Give it back to, to, to men. So stupid. Most, most like, and, and, and uh, white men, you know. I men are, men know. are stupid. Men are stupid. They are. That's, that's all you need to know about that. Especially, the, especially the, 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 the straight white men. Yep. Yep. We can, yep. That, that could be a whole other episode. That, that, that so is going to be a whole other episode, let's I not promise go there. you. Let's not go there. But there was a lot of a cavalier disregard for, for women's uh, reproductive, reproductive health. health. There and, still is. There still is, and still is. But especially back, you know, in the day with, when it came to hysterectomies, about it, yes. was, it was like, oh, you have a, pro- oh, you have a problem? You have a problem with your vagina? Let's, oh, just get a hysterectomy. Problem, hysterectomy. Problem, hysterectomy. Yep. Instead of like, you know... And a man, a man would never expect to go into a doctor and be like, and you're like, oh, um, you have, we have to remove your testes. We have to remove your testicles. We have to remove your testes. Have to remove your penis. Yep. You know. Yeah. When it comes to when it comes to, to, to men's reproductive health, whoa, Nelly. Oh Oof. please, men's men's reproductive health can't be regulated the same way women's is. I right. wonder. I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, you know. Uh, let's make sure that men have their Viagra. Of course. Uh, so, so Walter. You know, so Arthur has reassured Walter. Arthur's reassured Walter, <coughs> and you know, Arthur says there's two things women can't. <coughs> excuse me. Can't help but enjoy. Mm-hmm. The telephone can't uh, ignore. Mm-hmm. The telephone and free medical free, advice. Because yes. Walter was saying that she won't talk to him, and he's Arthur says she will talk, yeah. and that's when she she comes in and she says. Arthur, Arthur, I have to talk to you. And Arthur says, "See, yes." And she's like, "Let me, she's let like, me take your coat." She wants to take his coat. And Arthur says, "No, no, I can't. I've yeah. got nothing on underneath." And, he's, he's, and she says, "Catch cold." Well, because he said, "I can't so, take it off. I'll catch cold." I'll catch cold. So my question is, he has on a coat. Why would he 
Why would he catch cold if he had a coat on? What was like? No, if the, he if he took the coat off, he would catch. He said when she wanted to take him to take the coat off, he said, "No, I'll catch cold." And then she kept saying, "No, come on, come on, come on, let me." T- Come on, just take your coat yeah, off. And then finally, like, he's like, I, I, I can't. I, I have nothing on under, underneath. That's which is a catch, catch cold. cold. Okay. Meaning, leave the coat leave on. Leave the coat on. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, you got it now, Pussy Cat. All right. So he <clears> proceeds <throat> to reassure her, saying, I know what you're understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to, like, fuzz on the face, fat farm mm-hmm. fantasies. It's all. It's um, all old wives' old tales. Old wives' tales. All old wives' tales. And he's telling he, her that now uh, hysterectomy is a simple operation. Some yep. of them, they joke about it that they call it a south, south of, of the border, border tonsillectomy. And the audience loses yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and Maud... It's just, oh, that's just hilarious, Arthur. It's hilarious, Arthur. Yes. Um, and and she, then she, she gets... We finally get to the crux of why she's crux. so worried. And she tells Arthur she wants him to give it to her straight. Because, you know, she knows... It takes two to tango. Two to tango. And he says, oh, you'll be able to dance. You'll be able to dance. <laughs> and she screams at him, that's not what I mean. Not what I meant. And he tells her, he said, oh, no, not, not to worry. You'll, you'll, you'll be, be a like new a new woman with, a all, nine, the, with a all the drugs with and all the therapies. drugs and hormones. You'll be like a 1928 Packard with a new engine. With a rebuilt <laughs> engine. <laughs> and she goes, uh, you know, my father had a 28 Packard. Mm-hmm. You know where he kept it? In the garage, upon on, blocks. On blocks. And she's, you know, distraught. She <clears> runs <throat> back upstairs, and, you know, Walter mm. turns to Arthur saying, what can I do? Yeah. And, you know, Arthur says, you just have to reassure her that yeah. you will not, you yeah. will not run out you on her. You just have to prove to just... her that you, you, you still love her. And yeah. he, he says his good night, and he's going, he's going out the door, and he's... And he says, perfect weather for your Indian summer sale. That's right, in the snow. <clears throat> so now, that, now we cut upstairs. Maud is in the bedroom and doing the, one of the funniest things. She's taking the comb, the black she, comb, the black <laughs> comb, and holds under it her, nose her nose to, to be like a mustache. And, and she says, but it looks like she looks like she Hitler. She looks like Hitler, and she says, "In my declining years, they can bury me in a bunker." Oh, and Walter <clears throat> comes in. And he's saying, "Maud." <clears throat> Darling, sweetheart. She he kisses her, and yes. you know she turns to Walter. She turns to Walter and says, "What was that, Walter? A mercy yeah. kiss?" Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and Maud, is she's she's con- what was she? Um, she's convinced. If, yeah, if you were concerned, so concerned about with something about her, him being concerned about her, uh, when she, uh, about what is her. The, what's the line you have? Something about Grandma Moses. Okay, so yes. They, Maud is in bed, and mm-hmm. Walter starts to get into bed, and mm-hmm. you know, she says, Walter, you're so vibrant, you're so vital, you're so alive, you're such a man that. Virile. So, so virile. virile. Yes. She goes, Somehow I know that when I turn into Grandma, Grandma Moses, Moses, you're, you're going to cheat, cheat like up. a bandit. That's right. That's right. And that's when Walter, he like, gets, he's like, That's he's it. He's had it. He says, That's it. He that's grabs it. The pillows he grabs a pillow and a, and a blanket. And goes into the bathroom. Goes into the bathroom and then lays in the shower. In the, in the tub. Yes. In the tub. Yes. And you know, and Maud, Maud comes, comes in, comes and in. she's looking at him. <clears throat> and she says, Walter, I know you're crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why don't you tell me what you're doing in that bathtub? Yes. He says, I'll never convince you right. that 
I'm still going to love you. So right. if I can't do that, we right. might as well get used to sleeping in separate in beds. Separate beds, yes. So you know, he's, and he's got to get to sleep. Because he's got to get to sleep because he has the sale tomorrow. That's so right. Maud says, "All right, Walter, you have a good night's yeah. sleep." And she turns sleep on the well. faucet, and then she turns the water. She on. turns the faucet on, and then it starts uh, raining down upon yes, Walter. Yes, and Walter's getting now all wet. Also, and he's sopping wet, and he's he, mad. He counts. Mm. He ma I do not know what he mouths. I'm assuming he counts to ten. Mm. Uh huh. And he's just counting like he's mouthing the words one, mm. two, three, four, mm. five, six, mm. seven, eight, nine, mm. ten, and then just blows steam out of his yeah. out of his mouth. And he goes in. He exits the bathroom. He goes into the bedroom, and he says, "He I'm says, Maud, I'm, I'm not too happy moment. with you at this moment." <laughs> And Maud starts cackling. And she starts to laugh hysterically. And then Walter starts to laugh. And and he, he gets into the bed with her. And, yeah. and you know, he says you finally, like... Yeah. You, I, oh, my God, why can't I remember what he says? He, he says you finally said, stopped feeling sorry for yourself. And, yeah, and they're, they're laughing and he's saying this is the nicest thing that's happened all night. Yep. And, you know, he gets yeah. into bed and Maud yeah. goes, Oh, Walter, you're so understanding. Standing. You're so reassuring. You're so... so Wet. wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Maud, she she says she she knows it's it's childish to be scared about the operation. Yep. And that's when Walter says, mm, I, I know something that would take your mind off it. And you know, Maud's like, well, Walter, I have to be up at nine o'clock. I need to be at the hospital at nine. You have to get to sleep. There's tests that she needs to do in the, Medical in the morning. Clearance. She needs to get yes. she needs to get cleared medically. Yeah. Well, Walter's like that. That's that's all. And he just ravishes her yeah. and just, you know, growls and yeah. says, like, Maud stops and says, Walter, honey, I'm not even supposed to have breakfast. <laughs> Which can be taken a number of different ways. Yes. Can be taken and they, they laugh and, that, and then it just... They laugh and it fades to it black fades and that's the end of the episode. It flows out of the episode. And which it was re really good. really was a quality... Good episode. Yes, it was probably one of the best. One of the best. It definitely like a top ten. Yes, definitely a Easily top ten one of the top episode. 10 episodes. And, and and unusual because really it was it was for the most part it was just more than Walter for the entire just episode. The just a a, a susson of Arthur. Here, <laughs> <laughs> SAT word. A smattering of Arthur. Just a sprinkle. A sprinkling of, of Arthur. A susson of, of Arthur. <laughs> I guess we found out that Arthur sleeps in the nude. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we found out he sleeps in the raw. We found out he sleeps in the nude. He sleeps in Interesting. the nude. Interesting. Good for him. Yes. Good for him. I personally have only done that once or twice, and every time I do, I just feel like I'm going to end up with sheets in my butt. Oh, I, I can't sleep unless I'm, I'm, I have nothing on. Really? Really. I have to have underwear on. Sometimes yeah. I have like a tank top or a t-shirt on. Very hard for me to. Sometimes I also have on. like a necklace on. Like, if I, like if I if I just if I just like I'll have a chain on or. Oh no, I couldn't. Well, it's bad enough I have the CPAP mask on. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, but that's uh, true. That'll yeah. be that's your underwear then. It's just your CPAP. It's, yeah, I because I need I need. Oh, that. another thing I do if it's really 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 cold and the heat doesn't kick on, I'll sometimes uh -huh. sleep with socks on. Sometimes if it's really, really cold, yeah, and like we're trying to like conserve fuel, of course, I've have done that. You know, I, I I'll, it's I'll, going to become a thing more and more as as, as fuel continues I know, to rise, right? Exactly, exactly. So, but yes, uh, one of the one of the defi definitely yes, definitely top a top ten, 10 episodes. episodes. Cannot recommend highly enough. Yes. So 
We thank you so much for listening to another episode of God Will Get You For That Walter. If you we would do. like to listen to all of our episodes, you can where all podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Buzzsprout, Apple Radio, iHeartRadio, uh, Pandora, Spotify, Spotify, all that all that jazz. All that jazz. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at God Will Get You For That Walter, on YouTube at God Will Get You For That Walter, mm-hmm. and on Instagram at Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Wow. Where can they find you? They can find me everywhere that's Tony Holmperm, and that's... Anywhere Tony Holmperms are available. You know, yes. Walgreens, CVS, yes. Rite Aid, you know. Eckerd's, Genevieve's. The, the web, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Ah, yes. TikTok is doing well. The clock app. The TikTok, the, cl- the clock app is, do- is doing well. I can do- I can go live on TikTok now. Yes, you can. I've, I've actually you gone can. live. I, I'm I, so proud of I you. Was so, I was so happy for myself. I was so happy for you, too. I was. And where can they find you? Anywhere that Tomcats are available. You know, Deer Park Avenue, um, 7th Avenue, Lexington Avenue, Park Avenue, Madison mm. Avenue. Nice. All those street corners. Okay. And anywhere that Tomcats are found on inter, on the interwebs. On the interweebs. On the interweebs. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. We might upset a whole thing of people. Oh. Um, I love my weebs, though. I do. I love my weebs so much. That's a thing? Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't even know. You don't know that weebs are a no. thing? Oh, I have to educate you. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so I excited can't. to educate you about weebs. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yes, you can find me on TikTok. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. All that jazz. Uh, And we thank you for listening, and you can listen to us on another episode of God Will Get You For That, Walter. Bye, guys. Good night.